so good to see everybody again. We, it's a real blessing for all of us to be able to gather again. Um, you know, last week, I was talking about how, you know, we all have a different way of looking at things and seeing things, and especially at a time like this. Um, we all have strong opinions about things. But also, and you can look at it online, we do not have the whole picture, none of us. That's why we're the body of Christ. We each have a part in the body. And so um, we be humble, and we realize that, and we listen carefully to one another and get advice from as many people as we can. And want you to be assured that the elders have been meeting and meeting about opening and how we should do it. And of course, some people say, you should be doing more, you should be doing less. But we've gotten a lot of advice from pastors in the, um, nominationally and our um, missionary church and doing the, the very best we can for, for you and what we think we um, should do. And I know it's not going to satisfy everyone, and you're probably right and right, but we're getting a rounded view from everybody, so we're doing the best we can overall. So uh, let's pray. Father, we ask for your spirit, because your spirit is a spirit of love. Your spirit is the one that brings unity to all. And so through this time, we ask for your Holy Spirit here with us as we worship you together in unity, loving and respecting one another. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, you know, one of the reasons I bring that up is because, you know, I'm listening to the news and I'm listening to all these things and listening to Christian commentators sometimes. And um, I want to read to you in what I would call the New American Christian Standard. Okay, this is the New American, Modern American Christian Standard. This is what it would say. I urge you, first of all, to complain and, uh, about everybody. Ask God to curse them so they'll do better. Um, complain and curse them on their behalf and, and um, do not give thanks for them. Is that true with some of the things you're listening to? That's what it seems like sometimes, but what does the Bible really say? I urge you all, first of all, to pray for all people. And God looks at the heart, not at the outside, right? So when we pray, it's not like, God, make them do better. Have them listen to the way I think we should do it. If, if I was the president, if I was the governor, everything would be perfect. Now we pray for them in a right heart, and we say, uh, God, we pray for protection and help and covering and wisdom for you. For all people, we don't gossip and all those things. We are the body of Christ that is love and should be showing that to the world. And ask God to help them. Not like help them because they don't know what they're doing. They should be like me. Okay. It's all our tendency, admit it. Or is it just me? That's my tendency. Ask God to help them in the right heart because it's the love that comes out. God looks at our heart, not at the outside. And intercede. That means pray, asking God for their sake, on their behalf. 
and give thanks for them. Oh, that's a hard one for me sometimes. I don't know about you. <laughs> Maybe the rest I can do, but give thanks for them if they're really like coming against me, say, or saying that I'm not good or not right or whatever. It, that's the hard part for me, to thank God for them. You know why? Because uh, they're helping me get some of the gifts of the Spirit, like long-suffering, <laughs> patience, <laughs> The only way you can get those is by going through it. And um, so, hey, thank God for them. And I tell you what, if we do it in that heart, in the long run, you will be so blessed when we do it His way. Because in the long run, it changes us. And those things will bother us less and less. We'll have more peace in our life and more love that flows. And we will be blessed. So let's look at, continue on with that uh, scripture. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceably and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. And again, for those in authority, we don't curse and complain. Um, we don't gossip about them and in pride say, I know what to do. You don't know what to do, Mr. President or Mr. Governor or Mr. Mayor. And, um, but we pray for them that we can live peacefully and quiet lives marked with godliness and dignity. Isn't that what a Christian should be in, in that kind of um, dignity? And again, you ever heard of someone who was complaining and, you know, uh, cursing and gossiping about people who was happy? Because that fills our lives. God's way is better. He says, just try doing it my way. I know it's hard. It goes against who we are, it's hard for me. Am I the only one? It's hard for me. But when we do it his way, oh, it's always good, always better because it changes us. So let's pray to be able to do that. And it continues, this is good and pleases God our Savior who wants everyone to be saved and understand the truth. He loves all all of those people as much as he loves us. Continuing on, it says, For there is only one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Jesus Christ. And um, verse 6, He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. Freedom. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. And uh, this only God's Spirit over our country and our Hawaii can be what changes us. Because if, if people are in that uh, secular humanism that now seems to be what America more and more is about, then we are just mutated monkeys grabbing everything we can. No consequences. No consequences if... You know, there's a protest and I have an opportunity to break in and steal whatever I want, as you see in those protests on the mainland. Steal and destroy because I'm angry. Take advantage of the weak. It's God's spirit that can change from the inside out. No laws are going to, no gun laws are going to protect what's happening. No laws are going to change the things even of... Um, discrimination, and all of those things. 
It needs to come from the inside, and only His Spirit can do it. So what a time we need now, His Spirit, and to move forward. And it's only His Spirit that will change us from the inside out. So we pray for all of us. More of His Spirit is conviction. His Spirit is what brings conviction and gives revelation. So that's what we need to, to pray for as we do that. And then, verse 8 says, In every place of worship, I want men and women to pray with holy hands lifted up to God, free from any anger and controversy, any gossip and any cursing, but blessing them in the name of the Lord. Because the greatest is love, and we're not doing it with love, but we're cursing so much, it's not in that love. The heart makes all the difference in the world. And we really, instead of looking outside and saying, oh, you know, this and that, and government is doing this and this and that, and all these things are not working, um, you know, uh, not enough protection or too much protection or all of these things that are happening, we need to look at ourselves. And um, so I wanted to look again. Like I said, when I, when I read this before, I never thought I'd quote Hulk Hogan in church. But I want you to really look at what he said again. He said, word up. Can you handle the truth, my brother? Only love, H.H., Hulk Hogan. In three short months, just like he did with the plagues of Egypt, God has taken away everything we worship. I've heard people in the West say, oh, we're not like Native people who worship all these things. Oh, yes, we are. God said, you want to worship athletes? I will shut down the stadiums. You want to worship musicians? I will shut down civic centers. You want to worship actors? I will shut down theaters. You want to worship money? I will shut down the economy and collapse the stock market. You don't want to go to church and worship me? I will make it where you can't go to church. And make us more appreciative that we can worship. We have the freedom in our country to do so and be thankful because of these, that we can have that freedom when it's all shut down. And then he quotes 2 Chronicles 7.14, which is one of my favorite scriptures. If my people... Okay, let's look at us. Instead of blaming, 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 let's look at ourselves. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Humble themselves, not saying, I know better than you, and let's do it this way, you don't know God, I know God. But humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Oh, no, 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 we're not sinning like the world. We don't have idols. Yep, we do. Then I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. We want to see the healing in America and in Hawaii and so on. That's where it starts, with us humbling ourselves. Not thinking we are better and we know better, but humbling ourselves, repenting for our idols in our lives. And we all have them. If I have them, I think you do too. And he, Hulk Hogan continues, maybe we don't need a vaccine. Maybe we need to take this time of isolation from the distractions of the world and have a personal revival. 
where we focus on the only, capital O-N-L-Y, thing in the world that really matters, Jesus. Because it's only Jesus that can change from the inside out. No, you know, we, we all are part of the body of Christ, and yeah, I know some Christians need to work in government and politics and so on. But without Jesus, the laws can't change anything. You see places where the strictest gun laws still, it doesn't stop people from using it for wrong. It has to come from the heart and a change within. And so that we can look at ourselves and start humbling ourselves before God. And again, not thinking, oh, I know everything and I know what's right and I know uh, so on because God is too big. But to be more like little children, trusting God because we can't know all about him. Trusting that he'll give us the thing we need at the time we need it. None of those things except the Holy Spirit within us, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of love, because God is love, can change all those things. And, you know, we can repent, actually, too, for the ignored racism we've had in our country. As you know, there's all these big protests and riots for George Floyd right now. Huge. And with it, anger and the you know, looting and even shooting police officers, throwing rocks at them, setting them on fire. And both ways, the anger going against the protesters and so on. And it's only the spirit of love and God through all of this that can change. And we need to pray. Have we really been doing that? Not guilt, but saying, hey, let's change. Let's do, let's do that. Because God is a God of second chances, right? Like Google Maps, Okay, recalculate, guys. Recalculate is what he's saying. This is a time to recalculate. And we be real religious, I always say. Not religious, real religious, real Christians. So the world can see, hey, there's something different about those people. We're supposed to be different. And then they'll want what we have, not the angry, cursing, you know, people, but people full of love and peace through all of this. And uh, compassion, okay? You know, um, looking on the news and seeing all the things that's happening all over the world, but you know in Hawaii, there's no violence. There's no looting. There's no destruction of property. The police officers, you know, I saw on the news last night, one of the protesters falling down and all the police officers rushing there to help her up and her thanking them. And... It's different here. But you know what part of it is? <clears throat> Not only that the spirit of aloha that we have here, that God has given as a gift <clears throat> to the Hawaiian people in this place, but that we all, so many of us here, have suffered discrimination. So we understand. Uh, Hawaiians have had their kingdom taken away have had their resources taken away till they're the poorest in this land, most below the poverty level. <clears throat> the Chinese, they were brought in to help with the railroads on the mainland and then were, after they were used, some of them were just blown up in the tunnels. Really. The Japanese, <clears throat> during World War II, 
their land, their property, their money, everything taken from them and them putting, putting them in concentration camps just because they were of Japanese ancestry. Americans, even though no German and Italian Americans were put in concentration camps, they know. All Asians who, at the time the United States said, no Asians can immigrate to America, but everybody from Europe can. We understand that. All those people, some of those people saying, oh yes, Kamehameha schools should not have higher learning because Hawaiians, the blacks, and the Indians cannot learn more than the simple things. We all understand. And even the white people here have suffered discrimination, <clears throat> even though they're not like the people that did those things just because they're white. <clears throat> we all you know, the suffering that we go through gives us compassion. Gives us compassion for this so we don't have like it is in other places because we've all suffered discrimination. And we all understand the pain, the suffering. And it gives us empathy and compassion. And so I, I want you to look at this scripture here. Hebrews 4, 15 to 16, it says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne with grace and with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. He empathizes with us. He understands our suffering and what we're going through in our temptations. He's not sitting up there in this perfect world looking at us and saying, you guys, what's the matter with you? He gave up everything to come down as one of us and to be tempted and suffer pain and loss and rejection, all the things that we go through with us. So he can empathize. He knows how hard it is. He knows the pain. He knows these things. Hebrew 2, 17 to 18 says, Therefore it was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. Then he could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of the people. You know, our God, he doesn't sit up there and judge and condemn us in that way. He came down. He knows, just like how we understand the discrimination. He was discriminated against. And he was turned against and rejected and by his friends. He understands our pain. Since he himself has gone through suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are being tested. That's the kind of God we have. And Hebrews 12, 2-3 says, That's why we look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, being spit upon, punched, rejected, called names, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God because he went through all of that. He can be our God. 
our righteous God who understands us, empathizes with us, knows what we've gone through. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls when we go through things. And you see the fruit that it brings forth in Hawaii. See, Jesus, you know when you hung on a cross, you know what you die from? Asphyxiation. Because you're hanging down on that cross and to breathe, you've got to pull yourself up to breathe. By the nails in your hands and your feet, you've got to pull yourself up to breathe. And when you no longer have the strength to pull yourself up on the nails, you die of asphyxiation. Jesus couldn't breathe. Jesus couldn't breathe for us, for you and for me. He suffered like George Floyd. He couldn't breathe for you. That's the kind of God we have. That's the kind of God we serve. And that's why we're thankful that's why we're grateful. And we want to share that because it's his spirit that will change the world. It's only his spirit that can do that because it's love that comes from above. Let's pray as the worship team comes up.